And I just can't overstate enough how much we need to understand that. It's God speaking to us. And if, if we believe him and we believe his word, therein lies what he wants us to know about himself, about ourselves, about one another, about how life is to work. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times bestselling author, Sally Lloyd-Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd-Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible, which tells the story of God's wonderful, never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Today, we're talking about idols. Idols? Wait, aren't they those wooden statues that you bow down to? Here's another definition from Tim Keller. An idol is a counterfeit god, a god alternative. Tim continues, an idol is anything so central and essential to your life that should you lose it, your life would feel hardly worth living. An idol has such controlling position in your heart that you can spend most of your passion and energy, your emotional and financial resources on it without a second thought. An idol is whatever you look at and say in your heart of hearts, if I have that, then I'll feel my life has meaning. Then I'll know I have value. Then I'll feel significant and secure. David Foster Wallace said this, In the day-to-day -day trenches of adult life, there is actually no such thing as atheism. There is no such thing as not worshipping. Everybody worships. The only choice we get is what to worship, and the compelling reason for maybe choosing some sort of god or spiritual type thing to worship is that pretty much anything else you worship will eat you alive. If you worship money and things, if they are where you tap real meaning in life, then you will never have enough, never feel you have enough. It's the truth. Worship your body and beauty and sexual allure and you will always feel ugly. And when time and age start showing, you will die a million deaths before they finally grieve you. Jim Carrey said this, It looks great when you've got a cool car and you've got nice clothes and you've done something that people admire but it's not where happiness comes from. He continues with this. I think everybody should get rich and famous and do everything they dreamed of so that they can see that it's not the answer. So what is the answer? Our guest today shares how, when she first started out as a music artist, fame and fans and money were what she lived for. But when things didn't go according to plan, she was left lost and in despair. But it was then that she discovered a treasure and a purpose that far outweighed them all. Kelly Minter is an author, Bible teacher and podcaster. She's also a beloved aunt and works closely with Justice and Mercy International in the Amazon jungles. She is immensely talented. I've had the privilege of hanging out with her several times. And all I can tell you is there was a lot of laughter involved. She's joyful, humble and a wise guide and I can't wait for you to hear from her. So without further ado, please welcome my friend and now yours, Kelly Minter. 
My name is Kelly Minter, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee. I've been here for about 22 years, which I cannot believe. I write studies about different books in the Bible. I love to teach the Bible, and I have the opportunity to do that all over the country, which is awesome. And I also work with a nonprofit called Justice in Mercy International, and we do work in the Amazon jungles of Brazil and also in the Eastern European country of Moldova. So I have a huge heart for the poor, the orphan and forgotten, all the way to those who might have everything in this life, but are searching in their souls for what matters. And so I love being able to talk about Jesus and to be able to teach his word. I loved sports when I was little. So I played a lot of sports growing up and especially into high school, had dreams of playing basketball in college but I'm not that tall and I was a good player, but I wasn't a great player. So when those dreams kind of fell apart, I picked up a guitar and I started writing music and loved writing songs, loved some of the singer songwriters of the day that were writing so beautifully about things of faith. I ended up moving to Nashville when I was 25 years old. The hard thing for me was that just like my basketball in college dreams fell apart, my music dreams didn't do a whole lot better. I was at Word Records and then I moved over to another record company in Nashville and then I signed another record company with a really amazing record label in England that had ties to Nashville. And each one of those had a little bit of success, but also never quite took off the way that I needed it to for me to be able to really sustain myself. So for about eight or nine years, I really struggled in the music industry. And the Lord really used some of those broken dreams to chart the path that I am on right now. I was on tour with a band and I ended up meeting a book publisher. And he was talking to me about the possibility of of me writing a book one day. And at that point, I was just so all about the music. I couldn't really think of anything like that. But I ended up speaking at an event that he had. And after I spoke at that event, he said, I feel like you could write a book out of that. And I couldn't imagine how I could turn that 25-minute talk into a book, but it happened. Music had become an idol. People, money, stardom, fame, all of those things had been idols. And I thought, well, if I had those things, then I would be happy. Then I would be fulfilled. I knew God's word. I loved God's word. But again, I was still all about the music. But God had been really stripping me of so many idols in my life. And so when Lifeway asked me about a Bible study, I took several months to think and pray about what I might write. And I ended up writing my very first Bible study called No Other Gods. And from there on, I have been so thankful to write studies and be able to travel across the country and also teach and have a podcast called The Cultivate Podcast, where I also teach the Word of God. It was a huge turning point for me. When I was growing up, I definitely was dealing with a lot of really paralyzing anxiety and a lot of fears that were just really over the top. And some of that led to some seasons of depression. And the hard thing for me at the time was I just didn't have language for it. I feel like we talk about mental health all the time. There's books, there's counseling, there's medication, there are psychologists and psychiatrists. And it's not that those things didn't exist 
when I was growing up, but it wasn't as prominent of a conversation that people were having. And so I didn't have language for what I was feeling. And I really had to kind of learn how to cope and make my way. And one of the things that was tremendously helpful was God's word. I did have to wrestle with deep questions of, you know, is the Lord truly with me at all times? Is he one who quells our fears? Is he sovereign over all things? And and just being able to go to him in prayer, to go to him in his word, there were ideas, there were principles and truths that really did bring healing to me. I am so thankful because I feel like there are truths that I carry with me to this day about who God is, his presence with me, his protection over me, his character, his nature, how he made me. All of that has been so healing for me when it comes to my mind and my peace and sense of well-being. I just got back from the Amazon jungle, and then I was working with a lower income area outside of Milan, Italy. And I was just thinking about some of those experiences, and they brought me such incredible joy. And at the same time, when I was dreaming of all the things that I wanted to do in my music career and all the places I wanted to tour and the big, quote unquote, important things I wanted to do, being in the Amazon jungle and working a vacation Bible school in a lower income area, those were just not things that were on my list. But when I see in God's word that it is all people of all ages and races that matter to him, then all of a sudden those things become so important and so exciting. And so that's just one small way that connecting with God's word just helps me every day because it gives his perspective on what life should look like and what matters. One of the places where I see God's love in my life is through my nieces and nephews. And I am so thankful because as a single woman, you know, I was in Nashville by myself for years. I mean, I had great friends that I developed here, but as far as family, I was far away from family. And when my brother and his wife moved here a few years ago, it was such a blessing to have little nieces and a nephew right down the street. So that's one of the ways where I really see God's love for me in a daily way. And I'm really thankful for that. I feel like the Jesus Storybook Bible is one of those legacy projects that every author dreams of being able to write, something that will outlast all of our lives, something that will be here for such a long time. So I love Sally. I mean, what is not to love? She is the embodiment of her beautiful accent. She is so great to listen to, and her spirit is that same way. And also, it was a joy to spend some time with her because I have read that storybook to my nieces and nephews, and I love watching kids enter the story of the Bible, especially my youngest niece. She gets so excited to read any biblical story. And I really believe that part of it is because she knows it's real. And I think kids come to the story of the Bible and they know that these are not just fairy tales, but there's something that resonates in their soul. And it's really fun to see that come to fruition, even at their young ages. This is a passage from the Jesus Storybook Bible called Treasure Hunt. One day Jesus was telling people about God's kingdom. God's kingdom is wherever God is king, Jesus told them. It's wherever God is in charge. It's where he fills your heart up with his forever happiness and you stop running away from him and you love him. 
Jesus said, coming home to God is as wonderful as finding a treasure. You might have to dig before you find it. You might have to look before you see it. You might even have to give up everything you have to get it. But being where God is, being in his kingdom, that's more important than anything else in all the world. It's worth anything you have to give up, Jesus told them, because God is the real treasure. This passage resonates deeply with me because probably that phrase where Sally says, you might even have to give up everything you have to get it. And that phrase is obviously drawn straight from the principle in that story. And I do think that is the Christian life, right? Romans 12.1 says to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. This is our reasonable act of service. There is no greater joy than following the Lord and being part of what he's doing in his kingdom. It is such a joy and it is worth it. And so I think I think this passage, yeah, it resonates very, very deeply because there's a lot that I've had to lay down and a lot that I've had to give up. And at the same time, I wouldn't trade any of it because that's when we get to know the Lord more deeply and we get to share in the abundance of his treasure. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com and follow her on Instagram at sallylloydjones and at Jesus underscore storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Oh, hello. It's me again, Sally. I'm just popping back briefly to say two things. The first thing is, don't forget to subscribe to the show because that way you'll get the stories straight to your phone. And the other thing is, while we're at it, would you rate the show and leave us a review? That would be so great because it helps other people find the show too. I really appreciate your help. Thank you.